what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are. We disagree. It's like, <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on. Like, well, the makeup bottle. Like, <laughs> a little. It's like a like, cracked out T bird, some grease. Yeah. You know, yeah. she got that black. Hey, everybody. Happy end of summer. It is time for chick chat. We are ready to get back on a routine. I'm ready to get back on a routine. I'm ready to get my kids' butts back in school. Jeanette, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. My kid went back to school this past Thursday, so. Oh, you're living the dream right now. Living the dream. I'm trying to get back into my routine of what I want to do during the day. So once I get that figured out, I'll be a happy, happy girl. I hear you. I'm counting down the hours, the days. I am one week out, one week away. So after Labor Day? No, of course not. That would be too easy. Like, why would you go to school after the long weekend holiday? Instead, let's start on a Wednesday before the long weekend. Huh. Give them a little little feel for school and then just say, take a break. Let's go for a couple days and then say, you need a vacation. We've we've overloaded you the past three days. So sorry. (laughs) So we go back on the 30th of August. And um, yeah, so we're, again, counting down the days, almost there. Um, But listen, I am not ragging on my kids being home. My kids are ready. My kids are my kids are ready to go. Like they are ready. They miss their friends. I mean, they see their friends over summer, of course, like doing things and stuff, but it's not the same, right? Like they're just ready. They love a routine too. And we are, we are almost there. So it's time we're, we're at the end of the summer. I hope you've had a good summer, but all good things must come to an end. And now we're going into like the best time of the year. Fall and holiday season is soon upon us. It will be here before we know it. And I cannot wait. Listen, we are going into my favorite time of the year. I love fall. Yes. So I I am just happy to wrap up the year. Yes. <laughs> Let's start something new. Bring it on. Yeah. I am I am done with you, Summer. Peace yes. out. Excellent. Well, you know who else is done? with everything right now. Who's that? The writers and the actors in the guild. Yes. Have you been following this? Have you seen this whole, you know, I mean, it's been going on for a while. We haven't chatted in a while because, you know, again, summer, but um, for everybody that's listening again, welcome to Chick Chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. But um, have you been following the writers guild and the actors guild and their strike that they are on? I followed it in the beginning, the early beginnings of it. I haven't done so much in the past couple of weeks, but I understand like their grievances and they make sense. Um, I will tell you that I, for one, would like them to figure out these negotiations. I thought I could live my life on reality TV and game shows, and it's just not working. (laughs) One one cannot live on Steve Harvey alone. No. I am so many, so only so many celebrity editions that you can take and yes. so many celebrities that you can get to be on these shows. Yes, this is, it's, it's not fun. Um, I also agree with you about the strike. I get it. 
you know, fair wages, fair prices, fair treatment of their likeness being used in things, um, you know, uh, residuals and AI is involved in this talkings, which is crazy. Crazy. Um, that, that is coming up now, but there's a lot of little elements that go on to this. And the, there's a lot of things. This is a, this is a union job, you know? I mean, these are people that are, uh, it's so crazy to hear and think about like, Oh, poor actors, you know, making millions of dollars for movies and blah, blah, blah. And all. But this is not just about an actor, right? This is not just about the multimillion dollar people. These are, this goes down all the way to the people that are, you know, catering food and writing scripts and doing makeup and basically living job to job to try to make ends meet and just in the entertainment industry. Um, And it's, you know, I heard one of them basically refer to this as like a second pandemic for them Mm. because they, they can't do anything. Right. You know? If you're supporting it, then you can't do anything. Right. <laughs> right. And, and not so, many people are going to not support it because it affects them too. I yeah. mean, I think you've got to remember, and this brings into perspective of just how many working actors there are versus yep. how many there are job to job actors. Like, yes, the actors we know and we see, we're like, oh, we feel so sorry for you. This is not for them. This is yep. for those actors who have bit parts or who are just trying to get it and who's still working waitressing jobs and whatever jobs they're doing. But even the ones who are making money, it's, it's almost like your work. Yes. You sign up for whatever you're doing, but I never realized that if you're on a streaming service and you have a movie or something that shows you're not getting any of that streaming Mm -hmm. money, it all goes to the company, which doesn't seem fair, you know, like. And it used to be that way. Before streaming stuff, things were different. Residual right. stuff was different. Right. Network television, different stuff was different. But streaming is just the way things are now. Right. And that has changed everything. So streaming stuff, and then again, likeness, using your likeness in other things, and then again, AI on things. Yeah, right. Those like, are, all, those are some of the voice. I never read this, but they used my voice. That's so right. that can put actors out of work. So yeah. limiting, limit, limiting the use of that and making sure that actors are employed and not AI. So those are just things that I was like, wow, I, who knew it's, we'd be talking about this stuff? Like, it's crazy. Was- it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it does affect, I mean, obviously those people's lives, you know, that's a big deal. Um, um, but when it comes to, you know, people may not, some people may not realize this is that that's as long as this goes on, you're not going to get new shows. Right. Yeah. And I saw the news coming out and you'd almost think they're canceled. Like this show's not coming back for 2024. And you're like, what? No, because um, we don't have writers. Right. We don't have actors. We don't have crew. We don't have anything, you know, Um, or you might have one bit, but you don't have the other, whatever it may be. You don't have it. And it is a, it's a detriment to a lot of people's careers. And then for us, the viewers and in enjoyment wise, you're just not going to get it. And, um, you know, I think we all need to be prepared, 
you know, summer well, actually, to an end. Yeah, I mean, this is when we look forward to TV, right? Instead of watching this craziness because no one's home. But and even and if things fun. were to change today, which it's not going to today, but even if they were to change today and they come to an agreement of sorts, um, things are delayed already. They were saying because I mean, you have to get back to work. You have to write do anything, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, they're not all sitting at home secretly working. So, um. Yeah, it's it's going to be different come the fall. Like, you know, get your fix of of the the Big Brother Amazing Race Survivor type stuff. You know, <laughs> hope that rides you out a little while or whatever. But like, it, this is going to trickle down into things such as podcast hosted by celebrities. Yeah, um, because um, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it's hosted by two celebrities. They were interviewing a celebrity and because it was sort of delayed a little bit, like it had been recorded previously and then they were had it in the hopper, you know, to go out when it was released. Um, these, this, the strike had sort of been going on for just a short while and none of them were able to discuss any projects that they had ever worked on or were going to be working on. Wow. So they weren't able to talk about their jobs at all ever forward or, you know, future, present, past anything. So, you know, that's really difficult to not promote something, right? That's why these people go on shows and do things um, is promo tours or everything else. They're promoting stuff. And then that's also how they relate on these type of shows is they're talking about, how they know each other. They met on this set or this is that type of job or whatnot. Or at least that's ones I listen to. And I like to listen to that stuff. And yeah, they're not even able to talk about that. So I thought that was crazy. Like that's a small little weird touch that I didn't even consider. Right. Was this um, impact Broadway at all or no? I, I don't know because that's a different union. Oh, okay. You know, um, cause now, I know there's some crossover between Broadway actors. Crossover. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that it would affect them if they're solely acting as that. Okay. So like, for example, a Neil Patrick Harris, who I'm sure is a member of SAG-AFTRA, mm-hmm. but yet he's a member of the, what's the Broadway, the Broadway one? Like, um, Whoever puts on the Tonys and mm. stuff, you know. Um, but wait, remember they said the Tonys were impacted by the writer strike because they didn't well, have writers. Because wrote the script, right? The, like kind of just waited. Maybe, or maybe they know. use an official SAG after writer, but like maybe to perform, you get your ac- actor's equity card or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't really get like who is involved in what, but I see videos here and there of like actors on the picket lines and stuff like that. You know and I mean? It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what's going to come of it. And I mean, just when you think it's like quiet and you haven't heard anything, then I'm like, oh crap, what am I going to watch? Right. You go start going down. See, this is where you're kind of in a, a catch-22 because it's like, I don't want to support Netflix because they don't treat people right. Exactly. But this is all I have. <laughs> that's all I have. And you know what? Netflix knows it. <laughs> yes. 
I'm going to be forced to watch all the football with my husband. I'm very selective with the, with the football games that I watch. I'm going to be forced to watch it all. Football, Friday night, the NFL, they're all sitting back just counting their money right now. Right. Going, what strike? Y'all, that's <laughs> fine. Y'all just stay at it. It's fine. Everybody's just going to go ahead and tune into their local TV. Come on now. We don't Listen. even care if y'all ain't watching Red Zone. I enjoy sports as much as the next girl. I like watching Sunday football. I just can't watch it all day. It is. I'm not, it is I'm a not lot. one of those. Can, I have it to. is a lot, and it's upon us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that will be here soon, and um, we shall see what we can get away with. I don't know what's going to happen, but. For anybody out there, like if you got some good recommendations, you want to shoot our way of something we should go binge watch or something. I have recently started watching Suits. I hear a lot of people have talked. I've never seen Suits. Me neither. Until recently. Right. Now everyone's talking about it again. Like, oh, it's a great show. I'm like, okay, well, I'm probably end up watching all of them. Yeah, because Netflix got all of them. Yeah. So it's all on there. It's easy to binge and watch. I've been going down a Tubi rabbit hole because they have some shows that I actually forgot about, Mm. but they're the shows I forgot about. And I forgot what happens until about like episode six or seven. Then I'm like, so I'm like, Ooh, I want to watch this, but there is one of the shows that I'm watching. And I can't remember. It was one of the Ryan Phillippe shows that also had, Oh, I'm not going to get her name, but it was almost like a whodunit show where it starts off with this, murder and then he's accused all throughout the show and then you have to really figure out who did it sure yeah so that's on i've been watching that but there's a season two that i don't remember at all so i'm like and going enjoy they have these really old shows yeah like early 2000s 90s shows that you're like i remember that show but i don't remember what happened i'm gonna watch it again yeah my brother told me recently that he and his wife um this past year, they recently rewatched Lost. Mm. And I was like, I wonder if I could do that. You know, I think I could do that. You think you could? I think I could. With a different and lens? Was, I think so. Because okay. he was like, you know, because I told him, I was like, yeah, I was like, but those that's one of those that like I was so invested in. I know what happens at the end. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, but there were so many little pieces throughout the whole thing he's like that i just honestly did not remember wow you know he's like it was really cool to rewatch it okay. and i'm like i'm like that could be one i might get into like and you know back when that was on that was i mean i was watching that live yeah you know so it wasn't like you were recording it and then binge watching it and stuff like that I no, watching, because you had to watch it because everybody at work or your friends were going to watch it and you right. have to talk about it. So I feel like maybe Lost is one of those that would be kind of cool to watch because I could put it on. And even if I was like, had it on and maybe I was fixing dinner or something, like I don't have to sit there and not miss a second because you're right. going to miss a little detail that might give you a clue to the next thing. But like, I still would pay attention. Right. But then it would be nice to like watch in the evening, you know, while you're just relaxing or something, you know, I don't know. It was such a good show. Yeah, it was. 
I wonder like, if that's what I could do. I might have to give it a little bit longer because I still parents, remember everything. My parents went back um, like a year ago or so and rewatched 24. That one I could do because I never completed it. Oh, yeah. See, I don't think I did either. Okay. But I could do I that would, one. I loved that show though. Yeah. That's I watched, I was faithful in like the first year Same. or two. Then I kind of trailed off. See, but I, so I could that, do that one. All that, all those shows that were so good that like, it was kind of before I really got into the whole like having TiVo or anything that you really like recorded stuff or DVR of any sort of thing. Like, I feel like I could go back and watch those. Yeah. Because I was so invested in having to watch something at that moment and then having commercials to deal with and having that type of stuff that I feel like it's a totally different viewing situation now. Yeah. So related to, but unrelated to 24, I've been had designated survivor on my list because I never watched it. But oh, that's one I of those other it. shows that someone was like, it's really good. Yeah. That's a good show. I watched it. It's no 24 and that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. But it's good though. Just because well, you see him. he has a new show. Was it like rabbit hole or something? I did see that. But rabbit. I, I don't much about it though. No, I don't either, but it yeah. looks very key for Southerly where he's of course into a camera and right. Yeah. Smolders. Yeah. Yes. We know something's um, going to happen. So, yeah. So those are, you know, I, you know, I started suit. Now here's the thing. Suits is funny. Is it? I know. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Like, like smart, Alec, funny. And hmm. like, I've giggled out loud a couple times and the two guys that are in it, I, couldn't tell you their names in real life, but like the ones everybody sees in the pictures and stuff from suits, they're fantastic. And I'm just like five episodes in or something like that, like nothing dramatic, but I, I had zero understanding of what the show was about. I only know that Megan Markle's in it. That was my <laughs> understanding of what the show was. Yeah. And in my first five episodes Meghan Markle has had four scenes total maybe okay okay maybe um short little scenes but clearly she has more later like she becomes more of a relevant character okay I believe later but um yeah it's just it's funny and it's good and it's got like an actual storyline so check it out. I'm going to watch that one. This is, this, this is the second time in two days that I've heard someone say, you've got to watch Suits. I'm not watching it for Meghan Markle. No, I may, but no, I'm just kidding. You may, <laughs> but she, she was, she is not very relevant yet. That's why um, I'm always like, when everyone's like, she's this actor, she's like, I'm like, dude, she was like on deal or no deal. She was in a couple episodes of teen dramas. Right. And I know she was on suits, but I'm pretty sure she wasn't a main character. Like I think she just she's becomes not this, like, a I think she does become one a little bit later. Okay. But I mean, I think I I'm don't assuming know. because everybody talks about her like she is. But But is that just because she married Prince Harry? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm like, she's not but, like this Meryl Streep actress where I know, we're gonna no, be like not. 
she's she like means. faking her way through life. Right. But I kind of like the show thus far. And it's okay. definitely just, it's just, just kind of fun. Um, I'll have to give it, it a try. It's different than what I thought it was going to be. It's not law and order ish. It's. Oh, that's Allie, fine. It's Allie McBeal ish. That's what I, that's another show that I have on my list of, can I find that to watch again? Because I will not remember everything from Allie McBeal because it was so long ago, but I would watch it just to get up to the Robert Downey Jr. episodes to watch it. <laughs> because I, um, it is, I, 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 yeah, the, it's not the same dynamic obviously as Allie McBeal, but it's sort of that humor ish with an actual storyline of like, uh, there's a there's a problem and a case and they follow and they solve and then it moves on, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, but there's some humor there's, in between. But then there's office funniness or whatever. There's like, no dancing babies. No dancing babies. Okay. It's not that silly type of stuff. But it is the personal dynamics are humorous. Okay. So I'll have to give that one a try. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So... I guess that's our homework is finding something old to watch. I don't know. I mean, we've got time. We do. We do. Um, there are some new shows that were already in development that are going to be released, but I feel like we're going to get through those very quickly. I think we're going to get through them and then we're going to be disappointed. Right. Yeah. Cause things are going to like, be like, Oh, here's a mid season break. And I'm like, we've had three episodes. You know? <laughs> right. Like that was not a cliffhanger. That, that was not it. <laughs> We get two episodes and they're like, well, stay tuned next season to find out what happens. <laughs> I don't even remember, yeah, their, I don't remember their names. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that's going to be interesting. Okay. This is a totally different side note, but I wanted to bring this up because I think this is, this is, again, this is a total change of subject, but that's chick chat. This is what we do. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Did you see this summer? Um, I don't know if you on Instagram, like me, follow Matthew McConaughey. I don't, but I should. You should. Okay. For, you should. <laughs> Mark it down. You should. Matthew McConaughey. Got it. But it was the coolest thing ever. Okay. This summer, he and his wife came on Instagram one day or like posted a video on Instagram one day and they're talking to their son on their birth on his birthday. And it's his 15th birthday. And they're like, happy birthday, buddy. Like you made it, blah, 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 whatever, you know. And they're like, oh, we're so proud of you, you know, and here's your gift. This is it. We're gifting you social media. I did see that. Oh but my I saw God. it on tonight's page. It is the sweetest thing. I was like, what? I'm a terrible parent. <laughs> I wanted to play it. And I'm going to play it. I'm going to see if like, you can hear it. I'm going to turn it up on my phone. I'm going to hold it to my speaker. Um, and hopefully you can hear it. Moose, you're producing right now. If I can't hear it, like... I'll clip it in the, it's really short, but I'll clip it in the comments or something where we post, but still, I'm going to play it right now. Okay. Happy birthday, Levi Alves McConaughey. Happy birthday, buddy. Can you believe it? 15, 15 years young. 
Hey, buddy, your mama's a little nervous today. I am. I'm a little nervous. one of the gifts we are giving you. Yes, we are allowing you, Levi, today on your 15th birthday to join the social media universe. We've been talking for a long time. We've been preparing for this talk about for three years now. Yes, all his friends have had it for a long time. We've been holding up. He knows who he is, and he knows where he's going. I, I think he can handle it. Um, he's got a great story to tell and share. He sure has. I want to let all y'all know you're getting a very cool and respectful young man, Levi McConaughey, coming at you. And I hope y'all can be your best to treat him the same way. Um, Levi, enjoy the adventure. Enjoy sharing your story, uh, expressing yourself, and, and what you put out there and the exchange you get with people out there. Um, we love you. Happy love birthday. You, Happy birthday. Check him out. We're checking him out. Okay, that is the sweetest thing ever. I mean, oh my gosh, like I've, I've watched it like a gazillion times because I kind of melt every time when he says, you know, that we've debated over this for like three years, all your friends have had it, you know, but we know that you have a story to tell. You've got a good head on your shoulders, like, and, you know, we were excited for you to share your story with the world. And... I struggle all the time with my kids in social media, like as every parent does. But I, I ground myself a little bit, oddly enough, with a clip of Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah. I sit back and I think, wow, like that, that is something we have to remember. Like this is the way that our kids these days are sharing some of their story. It's not all their story. I get that. And it shouldn't be, but what a very cool approach to it. And then to say like, Hey world, like you're getting a really cool kid on yeah. here, you know, and like asking them to be kind. He said, treat him with respect. Like, you know, like he said for his kid to treat everybody with respect and you guys please be kind to him and treat him with respect. Like, I love it. I love That's it. Awesome. I wish everybody would kind of do that. And then he tagged his son in it and like, mm-hmm. And his wife's all like nervous the whole time and stuff, but there's one. I just, I love this. And you know what? Like I can remember whenever like he got together with Camilla long time ago and I was just like, ugh, some model, you know, like another model. They're getting together living on the beach. She's wearing string bikinis and blah, blah, blah. But like they are truly like, raising like decent human beings and yeah. like and gorgeous human beings. I mean, clearly, but yeah. like, no, they are, they are, they seem you know, to be as famous and well-known as they are. Like they come across as just these normal parents, these yeah. normal people who that you might sit next to at a soccer game one day. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and he even said, he's like, your mom's nervous today because you know, about one of your gifts. And she's like, I am nervous. We've been debating this for three years. You know, like that's, that's what we do. That's normal, yeah. right? That's what we all go through. And I love hearing that, you know, I mean, these are two famous people and their kid is 15. And just watching them, you know, that their kids are probably just a chip off the block. Like, absolutely. They're probably just as sweet and kind as them. Yeah. I don't know them personally, but yeah, I probably won't follow his kid. Cause I, you know, I'm. I know. I feel, I feel weird about that. <laughs> but that's I'm a little weird. Matthew McConaughey. But your dad. <laughs> yes. But good luck out there, Levi. <laughs> I know. But I just, that was just one of these things that I'm like, oh, that's like a feel good little clip. Yeah. I really wanted to like share that. 
Yeah. Because it is a struggle. It's hard. It's hard. Like high school is hard. Middle school is hard. Parenting is hard. You know, like it's all hard. And we can only protect them from so long for so long. You know, it's like, when do I give them a phone? When do I let them join this? When do I, you know what I mean? So. And, you know, and quite honestly, like my husband and I talk about it a lot. You know, we, you know, there's, there came a time where like my oldest daughter, there was like a certain social media platform that she did not have. But when she was on a certain sports team, the coach used that app as a, group messaging system and because all the other girls had it and like he had used it for years and blah, 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 or whatever, you know, and it was kind of like, okay, so, you know, at what point, not that we should have to join that app just because like it wasn't required, but there was still a little bit of like, what's she missing, you know, like, and, you know, you don't want to say, well, everybody else is doing it, but yet. Right. Is this a way of communication that they're doing this to keep up to this and what, you know, and it's hard. you got to debate all that stuff. It's so hard. And you have to trust your kid at some point. You have to know the person they are and trust that they're going to do the right thing, that they are going to be in the percentage that uses it appropriately. Yep. And would not do anything to harm their image or yours or anybody else's. Yep. And be kind. And not mm-hmm. use it for bullying. So, you know, and, and I think between you and I, we have those kids, you know, yep. they're the kids that we don't have to hopefully worry about. Like they're being kind to Levi. They're being kind. They're being kind to Levi. They're being kind yeah. to others. They're telling people to come sit with them. At right. once. They're not right. letting people sit alone. You know what I mean? And they're not yes. sending inappropriate yeah. images. And it's also, you know, we, we've worried too about them not understanding proper use of technology and apps because of being not allowed to have them. Right. Like if you don't have them, then you aren't able to learn the proper use of them. And then by the time you have them, you're a little behind, if you will. Yeah. And then you, maybe we have seen at least some kids act out some because they get it when they maybe turn to 16 and they go a little crazy with it, you know, and you're like, okay, yeah, on the brakes or something, you know, and at least my daughter has seen that some. So. Yeah. And it's I've like, become that parent who now goes to my daughter, like, help me with this. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, what is this? And she yeah. tells me about all these platforms. I'm like, what is that? She goes, oh, that's what kids are using. We don't use Facebook anymore. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, who did also take to Instagram not just Levi, but the opposite of Levi McConaughey um, the other day was Rachel Levis. Did you hear her latest? So first of all, she is officially Rachel now. Well, she is officially Rachel now. Yeah, I heard that. She went on a podcast with Bethany Frankel. Yes, Real Housewives alum Bethany, who, just like Howie Mandel, started off the interview saying, I've never seen the show. I don't know anything about it. Tell me who you are and what's the deal. And she's getting such backlash, just like Howie Mantel. And I was like, you can't judge the whole season off the reunion. You can't do this. Please stop. Like, please stop having people on the show and addressing something that was such a big deal by saying, I don't know anything about it. 
But did you see she doubled down on it? Like, I'm the queen of Bravo and I've been saying this all along. I'm like, this is still not helping. <laughs> no, this is, yeah. I. It was a really bad matchup for whoever lined this up. Yeah, it did help either one of them. Nope, it sure did not. Um, but since then, um, you know, the episode, that podcast episode has come out. So the buzz has kind of started up with Rachel. She's been talking a little bit more, blah, blah, blah. Um, it has now come out that she will not be returning to Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Um, yep. See ya. Bye. Bye. Nobody really cared. Um <laughs> And she actually issued an apology to Adriana on her Instagram, posted it, and then deleted it. Um, but not without the internet warriors taking screenshots before she deleted this it. This I didn't see. <laughs> yeah. So again, we're reaching out to Ariana through social media instead of just, well, I'm sure she's blocked. But they have mutual people that they can go between to say, hey. Well, the only people that Rachel follows that are still um, that were even remotely close to that group are Billy. Oh gosh, she's yeah, not which is anymore. not good. And Stassi, which I find funny. I don't think Stassi cares about her. And Stassi has probably zero to do with any of it. But right. so here was the um, um, apology. Let's see. Um, Um. Oh wait, nope. Never mind. That was not the right one. Let me find the right one here. Um. That's from the interview. Uh, she issued an apology. Oh, that is not released because it was a screenshot. Um, it was immediately deleted. Um. And has changed her tagline on her, this is the wrong article, but anyway, she's changed her tagline on her bio on Instagram to something like becoming a better person. I'm like, okay. great, good, good for you. Um, she's was seen out in, Adriana was seen out in public basically saying, Everybody was like, oh, do you have a, have a chance to talk to Tom and Rachel? And she's like, I have nothing to say to them. Um, she asked if she was open to filming with them. And she commented that the show is very real and follows a real group of friends. And neither of them are my friends. So good luck filming with them. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rachel made a comment recently saying, I got wrapped up in this and I just wasn't thinking clearly. We're not best friends. Um, what? Alliance, you say they weren't best friends? Yeah, she said we were not best friends. The alliances, I called these people my friends um, because I really did believe that they were my friends, just not us together. No, if we were best friends, we would, I don't know, go out to dinner, just the two of you, like shopping or lunch or something. <laughs> Didn't they do that? I don't know. 
We saw them shopping together. It said Ariana and I were not best friends. We were acquaintances who became friends through the show. She's always been somebody who's been really sweet to me. Um, and she would stand up for me and encourage me to pursue whatever I was, but I don't know pursuing. And that was all great, but we never had like a deep conversation. And I would have, that I would have had with a best friend. Is she delusional? Did she, we not, this did is what we she said to Bethany. Yeah. She's trying to rewrite the narrative now because yeah. a lot of these things she's saying didn't happen. We saw happen with our very own. I feel like I'm being gaslighted. <laughs> She she actually like was the one asking Ariana about her sex life with Tom. The talk that Ariana had with her about her being a role model at the glamping for her birthday. Yeah, they had so that we saw them shopping together. We saw Ariana sticking up for her. We saw her tagging along wherever her and Tom went. Now we know why. But yeah, I don't know to say that she wasn't your best friend. Yeah. Now she's just saying we were acquaintances. Now I don't want your apology because it's not genuine. Yeah. Now you're just trying to save face. And because this is just not reality. Yeah. If everyone on there is saying she was your best friend, she was your best friend, she was your best friend. And you never corrected them. You Mm -hmm. never went to the reunion and said, "Ah, she was not my best friend. Yeah. Right. Right. We were more. And to be more like acquaintances, you were with her all the time. Oh, yeah. Like that's, they they even said that. They were always at her house and everything else. Um, let's I see, think they made, might need a little more time to process. And- let's see. It says um, that Rachel has said that she was planning to seek treatment one month before she actually checked into the mental health facility. She, quote, says... I have become become counseling and to end my unhealthy behavioral cycle, learn to set stronger emotional boundaries and learn to protect my mental health. I don't expect sympathy, understanding or forgiveness right now. I must forgive focus on my own health and well-being, and strive to be a better person moving forward. I'll prioritize my mental health and learn from my mistakes. She did a 90 day stay in Arizona. So, I don't know. She's cuckoo. Summer house or winter house or something like that. Yeah. She she cuckoo. It ain't going to happen. Like she's just. She's re she's not remembering. I mean, again, I'm not part of that. I wasn't there, but from what you showed us on TV, what you're saying just doesn't ring true. It It, doesn't ring true at all. no, No, not at all. Because if you were some acquaintances, yes, I think Ariana would have just been upset that it happened. Yeah. But no, it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you were just, if you were Joe, <laughs> like if you were just right. Joe, we'd be like, ew, gross. You know, you were never our friend anyway. And you wouldn't care that you lost friends. Right. Sheena wouldn't be so mad at you. Hysterical. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's, I think what's happening is she's seeing all these people mend their relationships Katie, Sheena, Lala, all of them yeah. closer because of what happened with her and Tom. And yeah. she's having a little bit of FOMO. It's like yeah. she misses the times that she had with them. She's remembering the good times they have. And then she's trying to say, oh, well, they were never really my friends. Right, right. Because it's making herself feel better. Like, no, girl, you're missing. I I would, I'm human. Mm-hmm. If I did something like that and I'm still seeing 
all of my friends doing all these fun things that I used to do with them on social media or hearing about them through acquaintances or friends of friends, I'd be, I'd be upset. I'd be hurt. Really? I'd be like, yeah. I would be like, hate that I'm missing out on all the good times because of a stupid, stupid mistake that I made. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't even get the guy in the end. Like, was it worth it? No. And he's hanging out with them. He's not reaching out to you saying, Hey, Rach, come hang out with us. No, right. he's trying to mend his own relationship. He's trying to save face with them. He, right. care, he couldn't care less if you are impacted by it because he's still hanging out with them. Yeah. Maybe on the outskirts, but he's still with them. Yep. Yep. He's, he's going to come out looking better than any of us want him to, but yeah. Still. Well, she still um, says kooky things and goes on kooky people's podcasts. Then. Yeah. So just continue I, herself. Just I didn't go listen. Yeah. I didn't go listen to the episode because I, I really just can't deal with either one of their voices. Honestly, like it sounds like my worst nightmare to hear Bethany and Rachel talk at the same time. Like never been a Bethany fan. And yeah. I, I'm satisfied to do just what I did with the Tom and Howie Mandel. I'll listen to snippets. I'll listen to what everybody yeah. else, the clips that they yeah. said. And I'll feel like I've heard the whole thing. I'll get the gist of it and I'll yeah. move on. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to go download it. No. So yeah. So good. Well, so we just won't give her any more credit with that anyway. Yeah. Um, well, here's what, here's what I really just, you know, I, we're going to kind of close out this episode with a, with a little segment we need to discuss, which is big brother, which has started because it is summertime, but we had to wait to discuss it because they didn't start until August this year. Um, Big Brother doesn't start usually this late, but we're going to have it for 100 days. It's going into November this year. Um, and it's going to overlap with Survivor and then Amazing Race and all that stuff's going to come back, And which I'm all fine with. I'm great. Can't wait. Yes. Um, but it's very early in the game, so we don't have too, too much to talk about. Like, But I did want to discuss my initial thoughts on Big Brother. For anybody that's that's listening, it's following along, let us know your thoughts on it too. But um, so again, 25, uh, season 25, I believe. Yeah. And um, 17 house guests um, put together in a house. Hundreds of cameras on camera 24-7. And yeah, one person voted out per week at least. And it started. They've already voted out two people. Um, The first ones are always kind of throwaways, honestly. Like I, I forget about them by the end of the season. Like no big deal. They don't go to jury. They don't vote on anything at the end. So it's. You not can always tell they're not coming back by the way the interview goes and how much information Julie. <laughs> Correct. Julie tells them everything and you're like, yeah. oh, the, uh, oh well, this is not going to be a playback. <laughs> the on finale night. Yes. Right. So, um, I think, um, like I said, there's just not that much to discuss yet, except for the overall vibe of the season, which mm-hmm. I'm just going to kick it off. I don't like the concept of the season with this stupid multiverse thing. The multiverse and the fact that they gave part of it, the name, the nether regions. 
is this is the impact of not having writers and letting your 12 year old decide what it's going to be called. Like, did anybody actually think about the nether regions? Like Like, it's not, it's not cute and it's funny. It's like, it's right. It sounds dumb and silly dumb. It does. They're in the um, region. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's grow up a little bit. Let's call it something. So, so Julie Chen announces that they have a multiverse yeah. this year, which, of course, we hear multiverse, and I think, like, Marvel or superhero or something like that, right? right. I'm thinking multiverse. I'm like, hmm, like, okay, do tell. I'm thinking maybe there's actually two games happening at once or that something. That would be you know. actually good. Right, like two houses and these people don't know and it. And they don't anymore. know it, yeah. Something like that. But no, these are things where it's looking like, and I don't even really fully understand it all at this <laughs> point yet, but it's looking like there's like four multiverses, four verses. Mm-hmm. Scary verse, comic verse, Scramble verse and something else verse. I don't know what it is, but well, that I've connected them. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but it looks like each week's like a different verse that they're focused on. And yeah. like, like last week was scary verse. So like the competitions revolved around the scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like this week had been scramble first and you know everything was revolved around like goofy things flip back and forth or whatever i don't know different things like that and i think that's dumb just saying like why we're adults why are we talking about that um oh okay thank you moose moose just (laughs) sent me a thing i knew it was coming thank you so much it's the comic verse the scary verse the scramble verse and the humilla verse. They're just the dumb verse, the dumb verse, the dumb verse, and the dumb verse. Right. Like I don't get it. Um, so so anyway, I I don't see the need for it. Like if you want to have different competitions that have different themes to it, just do the stupid competition and give it do a theme. It. Like none of the competitions have had like solid themes throughout the whole season ever. You know, like just Change up the thing. No need to do this whole like, ooh, scary. We're going to go out here and do this. And now there's a there's a blue orb <laughs> that you put on the TV to make people magically walk through. Guess what, big brother? We know it's not real. <laughs> like, this is what pisses me off, honestly, okay? When you do stuff like that, we know. We, we watching at home... We understand. We know what that is. We know now. When you put sh- like that on there, that shows us they're acting, right? Right. We're supposed to be watching reality TV. We're supposed to be watching real people being filmed real right. time. So don't put things on there that make me believe that they're being prompted on how to act. Yeah. They're now being prompted to say, oh, okay, lay here for 20 seconds and then stand up and go over here to this door and go out this way while we zap you out of the room magically and blah, blah, blah. 
don't tell me that stuff because now you're making them act a certain way. What else are you telling them to act about? Like just play the stupid competitions. This is why it gets a little, I think if they had just remained with the, the original concept of the show and just played it differently. Like I've always said since the first show, everyone now comes in a day one before even knowing these people just aligns themselves with people, whether it's yeah. by bedroom or age or whatever. Um, I always thought it's, it was silly when, I don't know if it was after year two or three, but when big brother took away, you have to survive on peanut butter and jelly. And now you have to survive right. on pop. Why? Like yeah. these people have to eat. They have to compete. Right. What's the purpose of an uncomfortable room? You know what I mean? Like, right. Just play the game and let them outwit each other. Say Mick, if, if you know, people are going to align themselves, do twist that breaks the alliance up. Mm-hmm. Say the only twist here is that you can only nominate someone within your alliance. Right. Start naming the alliances. You know what I mean? Like, we have two alliances in the house. They are these. So make them play a different game. But mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like every year, this these weird themes that they come up gimmicky. with. Gimmicky. It's gimmicky. It's and just silly. They're here. I mean, Survivor doesn't change it up and be like, okay, now we're going to be on a fake island and we're right. going to treat it like like the Hunger Games. <laughs> right. just like, no. They just go on an Survivor, island and try to survive. Survivor has done the same crap for the same And people still watch. From day one. Right. And people and watch and stuff too, honestly. Amazon, the amazing race doesn't change. Yes, the location yeah. changes, but we know there's going to be clues. There's going to be a right. race. There's going to be who gets there first. Yeah. There's no reason to do what you're doing other than you just want to do it. Yeah. Because you and think it, it changes the game and it really doesn't. It just makes the game weird. Yeah. It makes it harder to follow, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I, I'm fine with expecting unexpected. I'm fine with that because you can throw out things like, okay, um, you know, here's the twist. It's double eviction or here's this, you know, those type of things. I'm fine with that type of stuff. Like throw them a surprise here and there, but like the whole nether region thing, you know, like a punishment of some sort. What? Okay. So you know what? They beam in and talk to you from a, back room somewhere like if you're gonna take a player away for a night like we all know like yeah punishment is enough of saying they don't get to be in on conversations for a night because we know a lot can happen in conversations on a night right but tell us what's going on with that person. Like, are they truly sitting in a room by themselves? Like, are they sitting there freaking out in a room by themselves? Are they getting a three course meal and enjoying themselves, but saying, yeah, I'll I'll take this fancy meal instead of having to sit with all these people or something. Like, I'd love to see that instead of them coming back. And then they're kind of like, um, cause you know, like on survivor, when they get sent to the exile Island, Mm -hmm. we see what happens there. And then they get the choice of if they want to basically come back and tell them or not what really happened. Right. But with like Big Brother, they're getting sent away for a night. And when they come back, they've literally said to the housemates, they're like, I don't have anything to report. And that's it. And we have to believe that. You know? It's like, that's weird to me. Yeah. What were you doing? Like, were you sitting back there or were they, you know, do you consider it a punishment? Did you have a nice night? Did you, right. 
Like, I don't understand. Amy live footage. I know. Like, I don't, what was that? Again, that seems shady to me. So tell me what happened or give them something to come back and either lie about and play the game with. Instead, these people are coming back with, I got nothing. So I saw, you know, once you get on Big Brother and start looking at stuff, you can start to see like your, your, and your algorithm starts to show you all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw a British version and I thought a really uh, clever twist that they did was they had the house vote on who was voted out. She got voted out, but the twist was she's coming back in. Mm-hmm. And she came, She the person got voted out. Her housemates were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she comes out there. They don't tell her other, anything other than this is a fake eviction. You're actually going back into the game. So then she walks back in the house and the, in the, and the um, housemates are like, what happened? And she's like, this was a fake eviction. She's like, and she lied and said that Amer- the, the, well, not America, but the crowd loved her. And they were all, yeah. the opposite was true. Like they were all like booing her and hissing her and stuff. And, but she came in and she lied and she was like, yeah. It was great to see how many fans and supporters I have out there and whatever, whatever. I think she ended up getting voted off again, not too long after, but sure. things like that, like are pretty interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I like Pandora's box when they did it. I liked the twist that Mike Boogie had that one year where he could overthrow the head of household yes. and make his own nominations and he could do it at any time before a certain week. Like right. those type of things are clever because it keeps you guessing. Like, is he going to use it? Is he not going right. to use it? You know what I mean? Right. Like these weird. Well, and they've been they've done a couple of those this season. Yeah. They're trying that. I feel like when they're like, okay, so this person is, you know, you won this, and you have to select somebody to go to the nether region, but that person is automatically safe for the week. Right. You know. And so that's great for them, but they do have to be gone for the night or whatever. But that's where, like I said, if you're going to be gone for the night, like have them come back with something that's going to shake up things or whatever, or, you know, I don't know. It just seems bizarre to me that they leave and then they come back and they're like, yeah. Like if you're going to do that, that maybe have the person be, it's almost like a separate head of household room, except they can watch the videos without sound. They can't right. hear conversations, but they can see people talking to each other. Yeah. And they can come back yeah, and see to tell people whether like, they saw that or not. It seems like there could be something yeah. to do with that. Um, so I don't like the verses. I don't think that no. that's wise. I think that this season does have a nice variety of ages and um, just a mixture of types of people. We started out the season with 16 house guests. And then whenever uh, they finished their first competition, they came back inside and the 17th house guest was standing there with champagne for everybody. And it was Sari from her survivor fame. Um, I do too. Always loved I her. I don't love that her son's in there with her. Cause I feel like he's a loose cannon. He is not as good at gameplay as his mom. And I feel like he's going to blow it for her. I feel like her son, Jared is needing to watch and observe more than what he is doing. <laughs> he needs to watch yeah. his mama. She's wise um, beyond, beyond her years. And he talks um, too much. He gave his name away and everyone's like, that's Sarita's son's name. I know he, she's 
super smart. She's never played Big Brother. She played Survivor. She's played Survivor, what, three times? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And people love her. You know, she's a crowd favorite. And then, so she has been known on the show. People knew her on Big Brother. They were like, oh my gosh, you're Sari. Like, they know she's been on Survivor. They yeah. do not know that she is Jared's mom, except for one person. That wonder, Leah. Izzy, who knew immediately because she was so obsessed with Sari on Survivor, she's seen her home videos. Mm. on Instagram and everything. She follows Sari on Instagram. How weird is that? Like, she's like, I follow you on Instagram and I've seen pictures of your son. And that's Jared. You know, um, she even said, she's like, I wouldn't have picked Jared out as Sari's son. Had I not seen Sari here mm. and then put the two together, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, it made sense then, but, um, but Izzy is keeping that secret and has made a very good alliance with her through mm -hmm. it. Um, which is, very smart on Izzy's part at this. She stage. could have gone the complete other way and been like, she I'm could have one, ratted her out, but two, she's got a good partner in Sari because Sari knows what she's doing. She yeah. can play a game, you know, and Izzy is a little bit of a loose cannon as well. And Sari keeps bringing her back down, you yeah. know, saying, chill out, honey, chill out. So I don't know how that twist is going to go. The mother son thing. I don't know where they're going with it. Like, obviously the goal is to, they want to win, you know, and they are technically on different sides of the house right now um, because the house immediately divided in like a younger, hipper kids and the older, awkward people, mm -hmm. they kind of just naturally split. Um, it was sort of like high school and that's fine. Um, but Maybe it's just me, but I feel like I feel like the older people they call themselves the professors. Mm -hmm. Um they ain't playing around. Oh. They just are like going to these people, the younger ones who call themselves the handful, and they'll straight up call them out. They're like, oh, okay, so you're in an alliance with this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, and you guys are targeting this person, this person. So I'm going to target you, and then I'm going to put this person on the block. And when that doesn't work out, I'm going to put this person up as a replacement, and then I'm going to do this. Okay? Thanks so much. <laughs> like, they just lay it out and say it to their face. Yeah, when Heisen was like, you're my target, and I'm going to tell everybody that you're my target. He's like, I would appreciate everybody's vote for my target, her. And, and then he's like, he's like, well, let's hug it out. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, nobody does that. No what one ever doing? does that. What are you doing? <laughs> um, and as much as people were like weirded out by it, it worked. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like maybe there's something to it. Some of these other people are like, screw this. I'm not playing your little baby games like I'm freaking just gonna tell you how it is and I'm gonna right. tell you how it's gonna go I'm not gonna string you along and make you think you're the pawn but we're gonna backdoor you no yes <laughs> you are you were the pawn but it could change I know. <laughs> you may be my target <laughs> and like the current HOH I heard her talking the other day and she was like um actually so you're the pawn and um, if you don't do this, I'm going to change my mind and I'm going to do this. And so the time is ticking. You have about two hours to do this right now. If you don't do it within that time, I'm going to put you up instead. 
And I was like, dang girl. Like she's like, <laughs> use it. Like she, they just aren't playing around. And you know, like, I don't know. It's just a little different gameplay that I'm used to seeing. It's hilarious. And, and it what, the two times that I've seen people get called out, um, cause I saw a clip online from the live feeds. I've not been watching the live feeds, but I saw a clip online from the live feeds of Felicia calling out Jag. Okay. And then I saw a clip of Hysom calling out Riley. Right. And well, Hysom, I saw him on TV doing yeah. Riley, but both times the younger of the person being called out was like, uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, like they couldn't come up with something to say because they were caught, they were busted, and they were like, uh, they were dumbfounded. Yeah. These these kids think they're being like cool and slick and sly, and they don't have anything on the like older people. They're besties. <laughs> they just, and they're getting picked off. Who would have thought? I mean, power to the oldies. Like, I'm fine with it. Now, what'll be interesting to see is if Jared ever gets control and he becomes head of household, what he does. Because I think, I think Sari would turn on him in a second if she start if he thinks she's gonna blow if she thinks he's gonna blow up her game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think she'll be like, I think she'll try to cover it and like cover him you he's know he's not like, very slick he's not very good at gameplay right smiles and giggles a lot he gets awkward when he gets around her i'm like yeah. stop he talks too much he tells yeah. too much of his life story considering his mom's in the house with him right like and right. you don't know what story she's telling so it's like yeah, yeah. Dude, i'd play kind of the shy out. guy if i was him you know you need to just sit um, down and be like there's not much in my life yeah I do like some of the details of some of the cast members. Like there are a few unique ones on there. Um, there's an Australian lady who's actually like a lawyer, but she's a DJ on the side. Um, and she's really just kind of sitting back and watching and not really doing much right now, but she's, you know, that's an interest. She's not told anybody. She's a lawyer. Um, there is a world champion swimmer. And he's the world champion deaf Olympic gold medalist. Um, and he's deaf, you know, which is interesting in Big Brother. Yeah, um, see, how are they? I, I missed how they're helping with that. I think there are some um, prompters on some of the challenges. Okay. Was he completely then, deaf? I don't think he's completely okay. deaf. But I think deaf enough that some of the prompters are needed um, okay. on some of the challenges. But it'll be interesting also to see how lip reading benefits him because he that's what he does is he lip reads. Okay. Um, and so he even said that in one of his montage things is like, you know, I I do lip read like very well. And so I could use that maybe to my advantage. Yeah. Um there's also a um, a younger guy who I kind of like right now. I don't know how he's going to go, but he's kind of young, kind of spunky. He looks like unassuming because he's kind of smaller and stuff. Super smart, though. But he's a world champion debater. And so that means he's, you know, 
in, an influencer, right? Like he yeah. can get up on the stage. He can talk his way out of anything. I think that's obviously going to help his social game. Um, but, you know, surprise, surprise, his brother was um, survivor. And um, so he is a CBS reality baby. And <laughs> his brother was one of the first ones kicked off of his season on survivor. And so whenever he was, is. <laughs> That's right. So whenever he made it past the first eviction, he gave a shout out to his brother and said, beat you. And, uh, you know, I thought that was great, but he's not making a big deal out of it, letting people know this. But, um, uh, you know, it's it's cool to see. Like I said, I think people underestimate him a little bit, but apparently he's incredibly smart and, um, you know, might have a few tricks up his sleeve. But He's playing both sides of the house right now. And um, then there's a couple of dummies on there, as usual. You know, people that are running their mouth too early, too soon. And Someone who's um, already been kicked off because of saying the wrong thing. It's It was it, very early in the game for that to happen. It was really early in the game to be naming targets. It was really early in the game for giant alliances. Yeah. Uh, I mean, an eight-person alliance the first night. Too much. That's, that's never a no-no. Yeah. That's a no-no. Like, don't do that. Um, and and it just happens to be like all the young, pretty people. Like, come on. Now, I missed, what, who was the guy that was kicked off, off screen? What was his name? Oh, yes. So, Luke was Luke. his name. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I totally forgot about that. We have... We are down one more um, house guest who was evicted privately because he was on camera, like on the feeds camera, not the um, episode, but he was caught using a racial slur and in general conversation. And so he was removed from the house um, while doing a diary vlog and they never saw him again. Did they, did so, they show that part? On t- I, might, I think I might've missed that part where they showed it. If they did. I saw it. And now I just can't remember if I saw it on I'll there or like on a newsfeed. Yeah. Um, and he was having a conversation with Jared. Yeah. And Jared later made a comment like to him, like he was just like, Oh no, man. Like I was just, you know, it was me that you were saying it to you and I didn't think much of it or something. What? I know. And it's, and I think Jared was trying to play it cool. But like, then later he was just kind of saying like, no, I get like, we had rules in this house coming in the house and he broke a rule. And so he's got to go. But he never once was like, no, nah, dude, like, I don't know. He never That's made it. Sound like- There's something with Jared that I'm just kind of like, he's a loose. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, a mister. he's a pick me guy. Like, I just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I want to be friends with everybody. Yeah. So it was, it was strange. I know. I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he did break a rule. So go like, um, but I didn't catch all the right. details. Obviously they weren't saying everything, you know, like right. I don't, I couldn't tell everything. So, um, but he's gone and he was kind of weird anyway. So say lovey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I of course watch it no matter how dumb I think some of the stuff yeah. is. And, um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. 
Yeah, 100 days of it. It's going to be a long season. It's a long season. It's a long season for them to be in there. And I do have Paramount Plus, so I can like tune into the live feeds at some point. Um, And, you know, we'll see. You know, we're a couple evictions away from, I feel like it is when it starts getting really good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's, um, I like the cast. I just, I'm with you. I just, the silliness of it is just what kind of throws me. I'm just, just keep yeah. it simple. Yeah. Keep them isolated. I like that they're getting into the lot a little bit, but of the CBS lot, but <laughs> even that I can do without. <laughs> like, that I don't need to see the, but they the went house on like, that they used. They were like copying Stranger Things and stuff. They were yeah, calling it copying- like the, and it was like Demogorg- the My Three Sons house or something that they yeah, and the, into. They kept calling it a Demogorgon or... Uh, yeah. In the nether, yeah, that if he got found you, then you go to the nether region. I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, quit. <laughs> and like, they were acting like they were really scared. Of this. I know. I was like, <laughs> why, why are you doing this? And this some is, of again. them running. I'm sorry. I just had to chuckle. <laughs> some of them running away was just like... I wasn't here to do this. I was just here to play a game. Like, that's so the thing. Cool. Like, that's what I. That's that's what I almost like feel bad about. Like, you didn't bring these people on for to be actors, right? right? You know, they're here to play this reality show game, and we're here to watch reality show. Don't make them be actors, and don't make us try to believe it. Yeah. Just, like they're seriously scared that the Democrat is going to come get them if they don't stand on the right circle. Yeah, super dumb. Whatever. <laughs> That's hilarious. I uh, yeah. Oh well, I'm still going to watch. Whatever. Okay, well, that's about all of our time for this episode. Now we've got to get back to our normal lives, back to reality, and um, since nobody's writing it for us, we got to find some entertainment out there. Yeah. Jeanette, enjoy those last days of summer sun and hopefully you can get back on your routine really quickly and bring back in the fall as quick as possible, please. Yes, I will. I can't wait. You do the same. I can't wait either. All right. To everybody out there listening, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, If you have questions, if you have entertainment that we should check out, because quite honestly, we're going to need it in the next month or so. Uh, shoot us an email, shoot us a text, send us a line through Instagram, whatever it may be. Uh, find us at info at themesh.tv. Check out all the other shows over on themesh.tv, our website. We've got a little something for everybody on the Mesh Network. And if you're ever on Instagram, go follow Levi McConaughey, but please be kind to him. And until then, guys, have a great end of summer. We'll catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. 
discover other network shows, and give us feedback on what you just heard.